You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome into MLB.com Extras, Braves edition. Tim McMaster here along with Mark Bowman, our MLB.com Braves reporter and spring training very much underway. The games get going on Friday. Um, When you look at this camp with the Braves, all the young talent, what's the number one thing you have your eye on? Well, I think everyone has their eyes on Ronald Acuna. He's the second best prospect on MLB Pipeline's top 100 list. And, you know, many say he may be the best uh, overall prospect in the game. And I think Chipper Jones said it, you know, probably allowed Acuna to garner more attention the other day when he said he's the best prospect he's ever seen. So, uh, you know, the, the question is when will he make his major league debut? Uh, you have to think the Braves are going to wait a couple of weeks to secure an extra year of, of service time and bring him up, bring him up in, in mid-April. But at the same time, I'm sure Acuna is going to do his part to, to make things interesting, stir the fans up to say, hey, look, he needs to be there on opening day because he's a special talent. He, and he, he showed what he could do last year when he was 19 years old and only had 40 games at the Class A level under his belt. Um, he's the best prospect the Braves have seen in this camp since Andrew Jones. And, uh, you know, it's going to be exciting to, to see him get started and see how he deals with the pressure. Uh, how about an under-the-radar storyline? I mean, everybody knows about Acuna and what he can do. What's another thing you're looking at? You know, I think the, probably the, the storyline that will have the be, uh, most long-term impact is, is probably the, the starting pitchers, the, the young pitchers. And, and it starts here in camp where you look at and you say Luis Gohara and Sean Newcomb will probably get the final two rotation spots. You want to see how they develop. You know, can they take that next step forward and become frontline starters? You want to see if what Mike fulton does. Um, you know, Julio Turan, this is a very important season for him. I don't think he has the potential to be the frontline starter that these guys are. He's been, you know, the brave number one by default for many years now. I think this is the year where some guys can pass him. Um, I think that the progress made by these young pitchers this year is not only going to impact how successful they are this year, but where they are going into the offseason next year because you have the Colby Allards and Mike Sorokas who are knocking on the door, and there's a chance that, that one or both of them could be ready by June. So I think that it's going to be interesting to see who steps up you know, to the challenge this year, which starting pitchers separate themselves from the rest of the pack because – you know, this team would like to start winning by 2019. Uh, eight top 100 prospects according to MOB Pipeline. Seven of them here. That's very cool. And I think you said five of them are pitchers. So there's all these pitchers. We were talking to a lot of them this morning at Photo Day. And it's interesting because they all said, hey, we're, we're friends. We get along great. There's a great camaraderie. Uh, even though, obviously, in the long run, there's not enough starting rotation spots for all of us. I mean, it is an interesting spot. Oh, it is. And, you know, you, you you know, we were all, I think you and I probably both were, were in high school when the uh, Smoltz, Glavin, Merker, you know, Avery, those guys were coming up. And, you know, fans weren't following prospects, prospects as closely at that point in time. But I think this that's probably what the feel was at that point in time. And it was interesting to hear Colby Allard say the other day, I'm thankful for being in this organization. I don't know if I'd be as advanced as I am right now at 20 years old if I didn't have so many guys pushing me every day. And he and Mike Soroka are, you know, best of friends. They spend a lot of time together to see them where they're at. Now Kyle Wright, a guy who, you know, probably was the best right-handed pitcher coming out of uh, in last year's draft, coming out of Vandy. He's only got 14 innings under his belt at the pro level. But at the same time, he has that potential. He has the talent. Let's put it that way to get to the big leagues this year. And he, his name, he will definitely be a rotation candidate next year. 
Um, you know, to, to think that those three guys are pushing each other. During this rebuild, you've seen Aaron Blair, the Matt Whistlers, you know, the fans have gotten kind of frustrated with some of the prospects, the pitching prospects they have produced or brought up to the big leagues. I think now you're going to start to see those frontline starters, you know, primarily, you know, or I mean, Allard, Soroka, and Wright. You mentioned wanting to contend in 2019, um, but when you come into spring training, the that can't be kind of the goal, I think. Uh, is there a vibe here with Snicker and with everybody that, hey, let's just go out and surprise people in 2018? Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I think, you know, spring training is not the time to be realistic. You know, everyone should be optimistic and, and think that, hey, look, we can do maybe what the Twins did last year. Nobody gave them a chance. You know, look, from a realistic standpoint, this team's probably not going to, to make it to the playoffs. Can they get closer to 81 wins? Sure. I, I'm not sure if they they can quite get there, but they can take that next step in the right direction. I, I think one thing this team might realize is a very encouraging second half, maybe something like the Royals did in 2014. Um, you know, it, it, just a, a team that can really mature in a hurry as their young younger players gain more experience. Um, you're thinking about Ozzie Albies there at second base, I think getting a full season. I think Dansby Swanson's coming to has come to camp motivated to bounce back from what was a, a tough sophomore season. You know, a, a full season of uh, Freddie Freeman, and then obviously with you get Ronald Acuna in there, this offense might be all right. You know, it, it lacks a true cleanup hitter. They may, might have to be somewhat creative with the, the lineup construction, but there are a lot of bats there, and there are bat, more bats coming with Austin Riley uh, also on the horizon. It's a big year for him. Whatever he does will influence whether, whether they uh, – how aggressive they might go after Machado or Donaldson next year. But Riley has a chance to be the third baseman of the future. You mentioned Dansby Swanson, and, hey, this guy was supposed to be a lock, slam dunk, face of the franchise from the Georgia area, all of that. Uh, it went the other way in 2017. It's a learning experience. People talk about sophomore slumps. What does he have to? What's the biggest thing he needs to work on? Is it offensively or defensively? I think a little bit of both, and maybe some of the offensive struggles last year he took to the field and you know that can go hand in hand I think when they saw when they sent him to the minors and when he came back we saw a guy with better plate discipline uh, better plate coverage less susceptible to to breaking pitches uh, primarily the slider I think that you know if he can continue to make strides in that direction you know be a 270 to 280 hitter nobody's asking him to be anything more than that he you know his rookie year not his rookie year but his first year you know, he hit over 300 in those final six weeks of the season. You know, he's not; he might not be ready to do that on a consistent basis over the course of a full season. But at the same time, he can move in that direction. Maybe that helps him defensively. Now, the thing is, but it's, the team has to take a step back and say, "Look, we maybe we didn't do him any favors by bringing him up to the majors as quickly as we we did back in 2016." So, if that's the case, and he struggles again. They might have to send him back to, to trip away because remember last year when he went, he got to only spend, what, uh, 10 days, maybe two weeks because Camargo got hurt. And, and, and Camargo is sitting right there. Camargo can, is probably going to start the season at third base, but at the same time he's the best defensive infielder in the system. He has been ever since Anderson Simmons left. And, you know, he's certainly capable of handling that shortstop position. Uh, and, and maybe – but right now, their hope is that Dansby sticks the whole season here. At the same time, I think the club has to take a step back and say, maybe we need we didn't do him, you know, any favors, you know, back a couple years ago when we rushed him from Double A. 
All right, Mark, always great getting back to the Braves podcast. Always fun doing it in person as well. This has been MLB.com Extras, Braves edition. For Mark Bowman, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time.